Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, my talkers, I'm going to make it right this time because I butchered it last hour. Let's start out this hour with a big happy birthday to Lori. I am so sorry I forgot. So let's, I know, I know, but I'm having fun with it. So I got to pose in my bikini this morning and say this is what this age looks like. And then I was like, who needs this? Well, I posted what we look like 21 years ago. Really? On Instagram. Yeah, I posted um, because I was looking for a cute picture of Lori and I just said, I found this one of our... When we had our nipple launch party, the Body Perks launch party for when our Sex in the City show aired. We saw it live that night. We saw it live that night. Oh, at, at Boom. At Boom, which is now, now the the Bulldog. The Bulldog. Oh, I love the Bulldog. And mm-hmm. that's what we looked like 20 years ago. And it was a Monday night. Yeah. It was a Monday night and it was before, uh, so it was season four. Before, it was the night that season four, episode six aired. Yeah. Or the night after, because Sex in the City was... On Sunday night or something, and we had it. I don't know. Maybe we watched it live. I can't remember. But we had a party, and we had Phillips Vodka giving out shots, and I got two girlfriends um, who were younger than we were to wear the nipples and yep. give out. I rented them cigarette velvet cases, and yep. they passed them out as party favors, and then Phillips the flavored vodkas were just coming into vogue they were and we got them to pass out shots for you know to people so we were giving out nipples and shots and it was an invitation you had to know one of us but we basically invited everyone we knew and seriously there were like 600 people and i remember our friend charlie said in the six years or whatever that those guys owned boom they never sold more booze than they did on that monday night for that party it was a great night and two Two relationships came out of that night. My friend um, Jana and Bruce are together and married. And then another uh, coupling happened uh, with another couple. They're still together, but they never, you know, got married. And oh, they weren't able to get married, these two guys at the time. Anyway, mm-hmm. anyway it was a blast. That's and I cool. still have the incredibly high-heeled amazing shoes that I wore one time to this event uh, in my closet. I still have my Now pants. I should take a picture of me in those shoes you trying to walk. Put on, I <laughs> still have on the pants that you can't see from the picture. Teresa Kohler, who did our artwork. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, she did is, So you got a lot of nice birthday witches on Instagram, Lori. And we're Lori and Julia. Yeah. I, I just, Teresa designed that beautiful I know. Uh, invitation. Yeah, that was really a fun Look at what we look party. like. You... Mama, look at you. I had a slinky dress <laughs> on. Were you with Casey? Yeah, you already yeah, met yes, Casey. Yes, Oh, God, that was funny. Yeah. 
That was a fun. Remember our permagrin? I mean, we oh. just couldn't stop smiling to have our product be on Sex in the City. That the was just thing ever. It was. Yeah. It really was one yeah. of the coolest nights. That was super fun. I lived in Edina at the time, I remember. Yes. Whenever I talk about that show with anybody, I always bring it up. Yeah. That's oh, my claim to fame through you guys. Yeah. But that yeah. was that was a very fun. Yeah. Now, Grant, you have you gotten a sense that like Julia could be a very good taskmaster CEO? Hell yes. Okay, whatever. So the whole time that the you know, uh, the invention of the nipples, as it were, the creation. She's doing all this stuff. She's doing everything. Mm-hmm. She's doing everything. She's doing the trade children's. Yeah. Big d- job. 20 employees reporting to me. Right. But you're doing yeah. all of it. And you, she, she'd have us meet our, myself and our engineer and we'd meet and we'd go over stuff. And I was just kind of like, um, you know, I would go out places like I'd go to First Avenue or I'd go to Bunkers and I had the wax prototypes and I'd go up to girls in the bathroom and I'd say, take these for a spin around and <laughs> maybe meet me back in the bathroom in an mm-hmm. hour and let me know, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I was doing market research. And then I told Julia, I said, well, don't worry, I'm going to get it on. I'm going to make people talk about it. I'm going to get it on Sex in the City because she's like, what are you going to do? <laughs> I go, I'm going to get it on Sex in the City. I was. Yeah. I'm good. She goes, you better be doing something. Because I'm doing all this work. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Because it was. It was a lot of work. And a mom it at was, the same time. I can't imagine. It was like at least a year and a half of work mm-hmm. before the everything. But then it all happened so quick. It did. It and did. it happened then so Then I did my job. And then you worked. Man. And you could. I was like, how can she tell the same story I did like 800 radio morning show interviews in a year. Holy cow. She did. Spread like wildflower. I must have got on like, like on, well, no, I don't know in 2000. There was no internet. There was no internet. Yeah. So I got on some kind of a prep list. Yeah. And I just got phone call after phone call (laughs) from radio station and set them up and I do them. You know, in my robe at home sometimes, sometimes in the car at the Star Tribune where I was working. Sometimes at my desk. At sometimes the- <laughs> at my desk at the Star Tribune. People really knew the nipple story there, but as I'm long sure. as... I mean, I just, I'd hear her saying it again, and I'm like, how does she do? Oh. Uh, how can she tell? And she probably fun. felt the same about you. How can you do all that behind the but scenes whatever. work? Well, we, but, it but it was, was all different. stuff I would have never, you she know, I would have still been wearing the plastic bottle caps from Treasure Island. <laughs> and I'm really, when you first introduced me to these things when you came home mm-hmm. and it wasn't right away after her girls weekend in vegas i wasn't there you showed them to me and i'm like you thought it was so crazy trashy. i know you thought it was trashy <laughs> I'm crazy. like you are such trash yeah How, why would anyone ever do that and, and i'm, did you and I'm like know. julia you wouldn't believe what happened to us we had so many adventures <laughs> we our midwestern boobs couldn't compete with the california and I'm just like, trash but then we go um, to vegas oh, you yeah. and i and my little sister and then we we're there before you for some reason yes. and we're like in our little At the treasure island bathing suits <laughs> you know do using them and we're like my goodness these are hysterically fun yes and they were just fun yeah i mean they were shampoo bottle caps uh, but they really looked perky it just gave you a perky nipple <laughs> and a very square large one yeah i mean well they were kind of rounded yeah. but they were, they were they listen they passed in a casino it's amazing <laughs> anyway yeah yes, yes. i love it so that yeah, was that was a good that was a good one uh to post, Julia. I yes. just have thought like that. How did that picture show up? I was looking for a birthday card for you in my birthday card drawer. 
Ah, oh, you have one too. And I have, I have a birthday yeah. card that I didn't give you that says, "Go, shorty, it's your birthday." Yeah. Oh, but really? I didn't have time to write it out because I went. And then I yeah. found that picture and I thought, I'm going to post this for Lori. She looks great. Oh gosh, jeez, oh. look at those faces. I know. I don't recognize mine. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that girl is there. Oh, uh, all right, listen. We got to go. It's time for random thoughts. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, people. I've got a, just a bunch of random randomness. But if you're wondering what we're in the midst of with all these hot pink outfits, all these hot pink. We are in the middle of Barbie core. Yeah. It is happening. We talked about Barbie core last week. I wasn't here. Oh, well, for goodness sake. Was it only last week that you weren't here? I'm so discombobulated. Was last? Yeah. I was, was here just, Friday, but you must have talked it. about it when I wasn't yes, here. Yes, yes. The Barbie court. Well, what listen, the hell? Anne Hathaway. We, we, uh, Graham posted a photo of her wearing Valentino, and she is rocking the Barbie courts when you wear, like, just all hot pink. It's such a fabulous color. I don't have anything pop pink yet, though. Do you? You know? What did we see? Oh, Jackie, your friend gave you a card, and Grant, it was the cutest card, <laughs> and it had little clothing on the front that was fit for a Barbie. Yeah, it was really cute. It was so cute, <laughs> and it just brought back so many memories of dressing up that damn doll. Mm-hmm. And that one snap, she only yeah. had one snap. Yeah. Everything had one, one snap. snap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know that your grandma made you clothes yeah. for your Barbie, but I mean... It was the tiniest, littlest things. And if you lost one of the shoes in the shag carpeting, how could you find the Barbie shoes? Never. Never to be Never found to again. be found again. Mm-hmm. But so you guys were already over that. All right. Well, just the, I, you know, the Greta Barbie girl wig. We saw so right? many photos. Yes, and there, it seemed it, like everything. It, Margot it, Robbie was in pink. And then people, Sebastian Stan went to the Met Gala, all in hot pink, yeah. a big puffy Code. So, I mean, you know, the trend happened and now they've slapped on the name Barbie Core. Okay. Because it's like, you know, Grandma Coastal Cottage or whatever that's right, called. Right, right, right. Uncle Sailor Hat. I don't know. They got names for everything. I know. <laughs> We're relaxed, relaxed, Core, here at work. Okay, so this is, um, what do you think is the number one word that's used the most in the English language? The, the. or a? I would have said the. It's the. Uh, okay, and so you remember, Grant, you know this probably. What is it Ohio State? The Ohio State University. And, and they yeah. trademarked the in capital letters, which yeah. is the. So yeah. that's a trademark word. That's the number one word. So isn't that that's kind of a weird thing that just happened? It's a very common thing amongst the people who went to Ohio State. They always say the Ohio State. They never say I went to Ohio State. They say I went to the Ohio State. That is so. That's isn't it so And weird? the other one is the U, and not the U of University of Minnesota, but the U University of Miami. They're the other ones that also use the, the U. U. They're just the but U. But everyone uses the U. Yes, but there, if you say the U amongst people, they know that that means the University of Miami. The U. It's starting to be like a who's U. on first conversation. <laughs> I'm bored with it too, and I brought it up. So cheers to you for making us change. Um, okay, so last week. And I hopefully I was here this day because I remember the conversation. We were talking about Brad Pitt's odd um, facial facial recognition. And it's called his odd condition, which Mm -hmm. is called propus propus Okay, but it's it means that you can't see a face. It's ignorance of the face. So you can't remember faces. Mm -hmm. So I took out my Uncle John's fantastic bathroom reader (laughs) That I've had around for years because I the random randomness has been covered 
ad nauseum on the station today, so I needed to find something different. Mm-hmm. And so I came to the this thing called an unfamiliar face um, and brain power. But there's a part of your brain that processes faces. It's located, according to an MIT scientist, in the area just behind and underneath your right ear. It's called fusiform gyros, and it describes faces, the shape, and it. what it does is when you see someone you know, your fusiform gyros tells you, oh, that's Bob, that's Susan, that's Mary. It also sends out messages to other parts of the body that add emotions to the information, such like, oh, that's Bob, I like Bob. Oh, that's Susan. I can't stand Susan. I wonder how many people have this condition. I don't think it's a lot, and I still question why Brad even shared it with us. Well, this is why I'm bringing this up with you. Now, here is the rest of the story is that, but what happens um, if you have an accident, an illness, or or this can be hereditary, the gene disconnects the wiring between the fusiform gyrus and other parts of the brain. There are people who see many can see a particular person's face every day of their lives and still not recognize it. They see a nose, they see the teeth, they see the cheeks, but when you put them all together, they cannot retain a memory of it. And there's a medical term, and it's whatever it was that I can't pronounce, but it's more commonly called face blindness. Blindness, Researchers say that as many as 1 in 50 people suffer from some form of the condition. So it's kind of common. And we had never heard about it before. Brad I'm not going to call that kind of common. I'm going to use this when you don't recognize someone that's like, hey, I've met you 500 times. Listen. I said we already have this. We have this every year <laughs> at, at the state fair. We have yeah. facial blindness because it's just a blur. It becomes a blur of people. Unless you're somebody that we've met repeatedly, it's harder. Like if we met you once seven years ago, we're going to have facial blindness probably. <laughs> my, my dad has it. And when I was a kid, and if he didn't remember a name, he'd be like, hey, bring me up and introduce yourself. And then that person would say their name to but me. But not remembering a name is different than being blind to a face. Well, yeah, because you couldn't match the name to the face. He's like, my dad's like, I know I've met that guy before, yeah. but I can't remember his name. Yeah, mm. this is, I feel, I still, I still have a, a hinky feeling about Brad sharing that story. I don't know why it doesn't ring true to me. Okay, I get you. It just you. doesn't. It's a little eerie, yeah. It's a little, it's a little weird, but I'm because then remember he told us people think he's conceited and stuck up, and we've never ever heard that about him. And I think it would be very difficult to act if you have facial blindness. Otherwise, you could just wouldn'tly act. You just wouldn'tly (laughs) act. You wouldn't even be able to react to anybody. How do you react to somebody else's emotions when you're acting if you can't see their face? I have so many questions. It is. There are a lot of questions. He brought up more questions. If I was his publicist, I would be like, do not ever speak of that again. And I will never... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I promise I'll never make you look like Liberace <laughs> as a corpse laying in a garden in New Orleans on a magazine cover. Oh, my God. That's He's Liberace like. in a corpse. Oh, unbelievable. A corpse. This was a picture on GQ. So bad. And we had the one from, like, COVID, which was so hot, where he was wearing those cool sunglasses. It was on our man, on our man wall From forever. the GQ, when he confessed that he'd he was been an drinking and, and a stoner yes. since he was 18. And yes. He was working on himself as a man. He was still hoping he was going to get back together with Angelina when he gave that interview. Because that was only like nine months. See, I disagree with you so uh, much, but all right, Go fine. back and read the interview, Julia. Read between the lines. I could have been better. He was throwing himself... <laughs> letting everyone know i mean you don't admit that you've been stoned and drunk every day since you're 18 for nothing when you've been a movie star that long this is true this is true okay. <laughs> okay so they came out with a list today the machine did about things 10 things that we buy but we never use oh this is great what do you think is one of them uh, the first one i did so many i know things. Expensive home gym, gym equipment. Yeah. That is always like, Grant, what do you have in your house that I you have don't a, use? I have a treadmill that is normally used as a coat rack. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's about it. Yeah, I've had them all. Mm-hmm. I've had them all that have been used for things. Lori doesn't subscribe to that because she likes to go to the gym. Yeah. She would never. You well, would Casey never. has got that hanging, that boot thing, that hanging thing, and that just became a the, big, nice coat rack for... Um, the upside like down real or like you know all yeah. your snow things yeah you lay them on there you just laid it on there yeah. to dry it out because it was a you it was inversion. a backboard the inversion board. the inversion table yeah which he is, buys things like that and then finds that finds they're not it. all that they're a, not all i that. think that's a man thing we like it to is. buy a lot of things and then we come to realize what the hell do we oh, need what that was for I thinking and case you realize oh wow that's hurting my back even more hanging upside down <laughs> yes. by ankle boots <laughs> I mean, I could have told him that. I was like, oh, I don't know. That doesn't seem good. Do you have any, like, I remember for a while, um, someone I knew was buying a lot of interesting gadgets, like, to make certain things, like the egg the egg sandwich maker or the... All those things. Uh, all the those KitchenAid mixer. Yeah. Just the specific, specific things like that. But one of them, and this came up... Oh, am I already done? Mm-hmm. Tell us, though. We got time. We got 30 seconds. Cookbooks. I love cookbooks. People say they don't use them, but if you've tried to do cookbooks online these days, they're so much easier to have a printed out one. I like a a cookbook. Because they erase, and then you got to watch a video to find the ingredients. Let's support our cookbooks. I think our friends got one coming out pretty soon here. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Happy birthday! Thanks for hanging out. That's hot. Whoa, we need caller number seven six five one six four one one oh seven one. That just comes out of nowhere. That little birthday, Sneaky. happy birthday sounder. That's it does. Hot. That's hot. We got a, a note from um, a listener this. that said she had to go look up yes. facial blindness. No, oh. the Brad Pitt cover. <laughs> oh, to see Gina said I had to, OMG. I had to go look up the Brad Pitt. <laughs> Pit GQ magazine cover to see what Lori meant. Spot on. Yeah, yeah. Liberace's so, corpse. So goofy. It is. How do you make a handsome guy like that look so bad? I all in the name of art. I've got facial blindness from looking at that cover. <laughs> well, I, I want to forget it. I want to forget <laughs> it. That's for sure. Okay, now here's something you're gonna like looking at. So 
this past Saturday, you know, um, now the fashion shows are going on in Italy. Yes. Uh, like the Anne Hathaway that we posted of her in All in Pink. She's in Valentino going to the Valentino show in Rome. Then on Saturday, um, the Dolce & Gabbana had a big uh, Ultimoda fashion show in Syracuse, Sicily. And it was such a celebrity lineup of people. Of course, People love going to Italy in, in July. The summer, the sure. Hollywood people descend on Italy and then Greece. If you're gonna you have know. an extended visit, no, but like if you're Goldie and Kurt, you know they do Greece and Italy because they're so close together. Well, why if you've not? got a three week vacation yes. and you're renting yachts and hopping around, but Mariah Carey, Sharon Stone, and Helen Mirren all were dressed in Dolce and Gabbana. Standing on the steps in front of this beautiful um, cathedral or something, wearing the most, each of them, the most incredible looks. And we posted this on the Lori and Julia show page. This is worth it. I mean, you know, we've seen fashion and stuff, but this is stuff... You'd really want to wear. Oh my god! I mean, gosh. you'd really the want Sharon to wear it. Stone. I want to wear what she's wearing. Uh, the Helen Mirren dress. Mariah Carey. She loves a strapless, you know, uh, hugging gown. You know, she uh, does. that clings to her curves. She just whatever. What do you call that? Just a strapless, just a, straight kind of a mermaid gown, kind but of without a mermaid. The yeah, but in the in the print on that. Because Lori's birthday is today, by the way, yeah. if anyone didn't know. Um, the print on that, when I was looking for a present for you, is like the same print that you can find on some indoor, outdoor, not furniture, but dishes. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, this is the same thing. Yeah. I just saw and was going to buy you. Uh, um, but it's a fun print. I mean, it's color, print. Then they're, they're standing together. Fun. Yeah. And then, um, uh, what's her name? Um which one? Grey's Anatomy, whatever. Oh, Ellen Pompeo. She was with, there. with her family. Yes. Sierra and Russell, uh, whatever his last name is, with their kids. So Tony, our friend in Paris, in, in France, yes. sent us the fashion re- report because a couple weeks ago wasn't no, it? No, it was just last week was Paris Fashion right. Week finished. And it's all about gold. Gold pants. I mean, gold shimmery things. Mm-hmm. And so we saw their kids in the gold pants. It's really quite cute. Yeah, very. So anyway, they they shut it down with their glow. I, it's it's great. <clears throat> and the Sharon Stone outfit. Mm, it looks like an outfit that Barbie did have and that maybe Rosalind Russell wore. And it's where it's the top is sort of like a corset. Then it's a high matador pant, if uh-huh. you will, with a bustle. And I mean, off the yeah. off the back with a tail. That's what a bustle is. I always thought the bustle was just the the high thing on the butt. You can pin up your bustle. Okay, and then there you, you go. You unhook the bustle so it drapes like a helping us as people out there that don't know exactly. What yeah, a yeah, is. no. So it's just mm-hmm. so it looks like it is a train, a train, on and the it's pants. embroidered. And you know what? It oh. reminds me of the dress Nicole Kidman wore once. With Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. They, that was a Galliano yeah. at the Oscars, that kind yep. of and yellow was, mustardy. Yeah, mustardy with all the embroidery mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Anyway, so that's just a little, that's a little fashion that we yes. got posted. And then Cameron Diaz um, sat down. I shouldn't say she didn't come into the CBS Morning studio. CBS Morning sent somebody to Cameron's house to do... That's when you really... Yeah, to do an interview with her. But I like this audio because it is kind of interesting when you think about Cameron Diaz that 
she quit acting at the highest point in her yes, career. Pretty much. And so um, I'm not going to bore you guys with all of her um, wine talk about her wine because I wanted to more revisit just her, her movie thing and what's going on. And then we're having to come back. So here's just a little on Cameron Diaz. When the blockbuster comedy The Mask hit theaters in 1994, Cameron Diaz, just 21 at the time, became one of Hollywood's most sought-after actresses. I know, it's crazy. Leading roles... I work alone. ...in every genre... ...soon followed. But in 2014, after 20 years... This is happiness. ...and 40 memorable roles... Surprise. Diaz made the decision to hit pause on acting at a time when she was the highest paid actress over 40. At the top of your game, when you leave your career, why did you leave it behind? When you're doing something that you know and you've done well and you've, you know how it works and it's consumed your whole life for so long, it's kind of a nice thing to kind of go, you know what? Let me just step back for a second, take a look at what, you know, what the whole picture looks like for me and what are the things that I could do better and be more engaged with that would make me feel more whole. And I did that. Do you miss acting? I mean, I miss aspects of acting or making movies. Yeah, yeah making movies is a particular skill set that is fun to exercise and be a part of. But yeah, life is, it's a different lifestyle and you kind of have to be ready to do that. Now, after an eight-year hiatus, she's ready eight to return years. to the big screen in a film aptly titled Back in Action, starring alongside Jamie Foxx. Everybody only has 100%, and you always have to figure out how you're going to divide up that 100% to spread it to all the parts of your life that matter. Right. Much of what matters today is family. A year after stepping out of the spotlight, she married Benji Madden, lead guitarist for the rock band Good Charlotte. They're now parents to a two-and-a-half-year-old daughter who they've chosen to keep out of the public eye. Has motherhood changed you? Yeah, definitely. What do you enjoy most about it? Gosh, I think just the um, being able to, you know, have influence and on a child that's developing. Yeah. You know? All mothers have that moment where you're watching your child and they're doing something for the first time and you're like, I remember doing that. It's yeah. really cool. So, you know, she didn't, it was like, you could have just, the, the last question, what do you like about being mother? I was like, okay, we, we, everything, Julia was mouthing. I was mouthing it but, too. But um, Cameron Diaz, you know, that is pretty incredible that she's been gone for eight years and that she was the highest paid woman at the time when she left. But this is how much Annie crushed her. I that love was that such you a miscast. <laughs> It was. That movie was a big bomb. Yeah. We questioned it when she took that job. Yep. We thought it seemed strange. We already had Annie the movie. Yes. That movie didn't feel like it needed to be redone. No. And so I think that really burned her out. Maybe someone, maybe her agent, somebody talked her into that because of the commission. And she was just doing, you know. She had another bomb right before that one. She did. She did. And uh, it was fun looking. You know, she was only 21 when she was cast in The Mask. But she was also on a, did another interview where she told a story. She, she believe she might have been a drug mule during her early modeling days. How about this? She uh, was trying her hand at modeling in Paris, but no one wanted to book her. And when she finally booked a gig, in retrospect, she believes instead of preparing for one runway, she may have been running 
drugs. She said, I didn't work one single day. I was in Paris for a full year. I didn't work one modeling job. I finally got a job, but really, I think I was a mule carrying drugs to Morocco. And when I arrived in Morocco, officials asked her who owned the suitcase and whether or not it could be open. She eventually told them it was not her. All my calculations in my head went running back like, what the hell is in this suitcase? I'm this blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl in Morocco. It's the 90s. I'm wearing torn jeans, platform boots, and my hair down. And I felt this is really unsafe. And that was the only job I ever got in Paris was taking this suitcase to Morocco. And then she didn't claim it at all. No. It sounds like a platform one of her rom-coms. But she'd fall in love with the cop or something or something. But yeah, kind of sounds like it. So Midnight Express. And we I always, all saw that in the late 80s. Wasn't that the late 80s? It was, I think it was the early, was it the late 80s? But that movie when the guy was traveling with Hashish in out Turkey. of Turkey, that movie, wow. Well, look at Griner, Brittany Griner in uh, oh, Russia. She had, she had a CBD oil kind of no, thing. No, it was, was, it? It was, it was hash, hash oil. oil. Oh, it was yeah. hash oil. It was yeah. oil. Oh, do you uh, smoke that? I don't know. It's, it's just a like a vape pen. pen. It's oh, a vape it's a pen. pen. But, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, yes, you have to be completely clueless to travel internationally with drugs, drugs. with pot, cannabis, yeah. whatever you want to call it, if you don't know what's going on. And I thought everybody saw that movie. Same, because it ruined... It, I mean, it scared... I scared everybody even, to have I've forever. Ne- I've never done hash. I never. I, I remember people doing it. But it, it. could, be, it could right. be cannabis. It could be... It just depends on, you know, like where you're going and stuff. Oh, but I just remember... That's just to find a real good-looking bellman at, a, at your hotel and gently <laughs> inquire uh, as to directions but that to the movie best scared grant have you ever seen that movie no i haven't yeah oh i'll have to check it out but yeah oh. locked up abroad gives me enough freaks yeah <laughs> that's, that's, that's show makes the whole me, idea yeah, that's the idea of it the show that makes me not want to do anything like that nope. yeah I, I wonder if this britney griner um situation is going to make athletes well, go and play in china and russia Think twice. Well, they're all going. We're having issues right now with our own Kapril Kaprizov trying to get back to Minnesota. He's been denied twice into the United States because he allegedly purchased a fake military ID. But oh. as you know, Russia does not like us right now, yeah. and we're stealing one of his superstars to come to Western culture and make a bunch of money. Right. So there's a whole there's some seriousness to our own situation yeah. right now with Russia and Kapril Kaprizov. It's, right. Well, didn't didn't the Beatles get denied access to Japan? Well, yeah, Paul I mean, McCartney was Paul banned. McCartney yeah. was banned. I mean, so yeah, these wow. political things can wreak havoc. Unfortunately, these people who are just trying to make a living. But, yeah, but but Brittany Garner, she did bring something illegal into that country, mm. and that's where you can't really do that. Right. Ah, oh, boy. All right, listen. Of all places we'll be, to be stuck. I know it. I know it. Oh, <laughs> it's not even nightmare. warm. <laughs> I yeah. I would hate it. Yeah. Oh man. All right, listen. We come back. We're going to do a little Hollywood speaking. Julia, it has been two months since the Met Gala, and we are still hearing about Kim Kardashian and Marilyn Monroe's flipping dress because (laughs) Kim keeps slowly pumping out tidbits every time she sits down for another interview. I'm so bored with this. I know it. Stop talking. No, but this time (laughs) it's in Kim's quest to become, you know, the, I don't know what. Now she says that the Met Gala diet caused her to have a psoriasis arthritis flare-up. Okay, so here's the thing about that, though. In real life, we have known that Kim Kardashian has psoriasis. We've known this for years. Okay, but she really doesn't 
present or show us. She yeah. shows us yes, a tiny did. little patch she did on years her leg. Ago. Well, years ago she did. Well, all I'm going to say is, why? Be quiet. <laughs> Be quiet. I don't want to hear any more about her. No. I am, I'm sick I, of that family. I am tired of the never-ending <laughs> interview stroll that Kim is doing. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. With the dress, with Pete, with everything. that He got a tattoo of her in the dress on his nutsack because it's he the only not. art space he, he has not. left. He did. Don't even... Why would anyone... Ever do that? I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying oh. that's what we're going to hear I about thought, next. I thought, is that Oh, a I thought thing? that was a report. Yes. Yeah. I am so grossed out by that thought. I mean, she told us she'd eat poopers. Yeah, I mean, I, I want Ooh. her to stop the never-ending uh, interview stroll on everything. But it isn't, but let's take it even bigger, Lori. Mm-hmm. The media keeps asking her these questions, and they keep publishing it. Well, I, I, I think, think single-handedly. I mean... I don't, I thought when you went on some severe diet, you got like meat sweats. I didn't know that sciuretic arthritic flare-ups were a thing, and I don't need to know that. And Kim, nobody That's believes you. That's good to know. You. This is why I've been avoiding it. And also, Kim, with her never-filled, only little tiny bits of Botox, I mean, I don't know. I just think, I just think, I'm sick, sick of, of her, her talking about the distant, disintegrating dress of a dead icon that's 60 years old <laughs> and i'm glad that dress gave her a psoriasis outbreak and arthritic flare-up that is karma that is a patient gangster waiting for Do you, you think Kim. we're finally at a point seriously because mm. one newspaper mm-hmm. only publishes story on this family and it's constant i mean they are the top five because posts. people click on it oh so we'll have to stop clicking and, but it's just too much it's just it's getting to be too much. I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you. Okay. Uh, Army Hammer really is working at a timeshare in the Caymans. How about that? It is confirmed. If you want a great deal on a part-time <laughs> vacation home, pop into the Cayman Islands, schedule a meeting with Mr. Armin Douglas Hammer, and get yourself a sweet beachside property. In fact, he is... He grew up in the Cayman Islands. His family doesn't... It's not Armin Hammer baking soda, but it's another Armin it's Hammer. It's oil. It's oil. It's, it's, a, it's oil. And I think he might have, uh, with his shenanigans of his ex-wife and some of the BDSM stuff and the cannibalism stuff, I think it it hurt his stature with his family and the money. Mm-hmm. I think he's being penalized and is now taking a job that people do in an island town if you don't want to be a server. And Hollywood is blackballing him. Yeah, they are. And, and his so, wife is leaving him. Mm-hmm. And and that's where his family now lives. Now he's flogging timeshares. Get it? Flogging? Yes. <laughs> Honestly, Lori. I'm just trying. Timeshare salesman. I don't know. Yeah, the family maybe has cut him But off. I would, if I was in the Caymans and I knew that he was going to sell me something, I would just take the meeting just for fun. 
Because I avoid timeshare meetings because I know I'd be the person that got sucked in. Oh, please. I've said, uh, you can't believe, uh, Gase, <laughs> uh, you can't believe me in the timeshare meeting. I am. Oh. I, but, but you keep saying no, no, and they keep sending in guys, and the deal keeps getting right. better and better and better. And um, I bet a lot of people have bought them that went in sync thinking, I'm just getting a free dinner or an upgrade. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, if Casey hadn't been with me, I totally would have been locked into something. Which one? What destination? Uh, uh, Hawaii. <laughs> so at least, I, uh, at least I had a good I place. mean, those, they're so, do you remember the movie with Holly Hunter and, um, oh gosh, it was in Chicago, Richard Dreyfus. Oh, yeah. And he was a timeshare person and um, just how... Timeshares were such a big thing. They and still Hilton are. Grand Circle yeah. Vacations. They still are. And people still get calls from companies. We want to offer you three nights free in Orlando Hilton. or Vegas. Hilton yeah. does it because mm-hmm. they have Hilton Grand Vacations yes. as a thing that you can sign up for. And I really thought that, you know, this was just the best deal. And then Casey, like, did the math for me and showed me. Right. But I really, really get. I get hypnotized. You do. I think people mm-hmm. do. So, and, and it, if it's Army Hammer, he's an actor. Think of the presentation. He we would know sell. how handsome he is he's in person. He's beautiful. He's beautiful. And Madam Grant. The timeshare, he's sent 10 years of vacations for only $21,000. Now, that's a bargain. That is. They it. don't even need Army to sell that. I know, but if he is on top <laughs> of it, think of how many people are going to sign the deal. I know it. I know. His okay. family, I'm sure, owns the place. Okay. Here, we'll give you this job. Yes. Okay, so the Duchess of Cornwall, uh, uh, her birthday is July 17th. And um, so, you know, the royals, they always, you know, have the big to-do. Mm-hmm. And That's Camilla. The, Camilla. And um, what we find out in this new documentary that's coming out to coincide with her birthday is that Camilla and Charles have a secret love of garden gnomes. <laughs> well, do you want to know what? Who doesn't? I love a garden gnome. When you find that little unexpected gnome with that cute little hat, it's like, oh, surprise. I love a little surprise like that. I know it. I think they're funny. And like and like the little boy, remember the little boy that your dad used to have on his oh, dock? Oh, he still does, Zachary. Okay, so you know the little statue that's on people's docks of the fishing. little boy fishing? With the hat on. And oh, Lori yeah. had the funniest story when your ex-husband ran into it on his jet ski or was that you? No, no, my sister, <laughs> my second husband <laughs> bought a new jet ski, brought it up to my dad's lake, my Sister's third husband took it for, no, the second husband said, could I take it for a ride? My ex-husband said no, and then I overruled him. And then he misplaced where the brakes and the gas was, and he flew up out of the lake and decapitated (laughs) Zachary. (laughs) And the second husband of mine is screaming, oh my God, oh my God. And uh, uh, my sister's husband, ex, is embarrassed. And my dad is just like... Zachary! Zachary has Zachary's head in his hand. It cleaned it, cleaned it, clipped it right off. A clean cut. Decapitated the statue. And then he put two big gouges in the bottom of the oh. new <laughs> yep. 750. Mm-hmm. And then, just... of course, the you know my sister's uh, husband was uh, pretty properly humiliated. Oh, you know, and then some. Because he was like, oh, I drive motorcycles oh, sure. and I drive snowmobiles. How am I going to get the gas and get it? But, it, yeah. it always happens to that person, though, yeah. who's cocky about it. But I always, because there's a Zachary on our lake, 
and I hadn't seen it. Oh, okay. And it was a new surprise, Zachary. And I'm like, oh, how cute. I just love little surprises. <laughs> you know, you kind of do. Yeah. Just little fun little winks. Right. You know, it's like the little doors, you know, that that lady did all over Atlanta. Yes. Just little funny surprises on yeah, trees. I think there's um, some around Lake Harriet, the little doors. And people, there's little notes that the people can leave in them for or the something little people for kids. That, for the Keebler elves. Yeah, for the Keebler elves. <laughs> so that's exactly right. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. All that from a gnome. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.